talking about this new Twitter rule earlier. And then we had that whole, we had a weird technical thing going on, and I'm glad that's all squared away. Tony Katz, good to be with you, Tony Katz, today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, everything at TonyKatz.com. And how Twitter has announced that they're no longer going to share or allow the sharing of private media, such as images or videos of private individuals without their consent. Publishing people's private info is also prohibited under the policy, as is threatening or incentivizing others to do so. And so you ask yourself, what in the world does this even mean? You you can't share images? Now, they have the new CEO, Parag Agrawal. He was the CTO, but Jack Dorsey stepped down, and now it, he's the CEO. So is this his plan, or was this something that was always in the works? But what does it mean? You can't share private media such as images or videos of private individuals without their consent. So is this just a way of stopping, for example, Project Veritas from exposing uh, those people who lie at CNN and other places and politicos, et cetera, who lie to their constituents? How does it define a private individual? Is Hunter Biden private or public? Let's, let's look at it a, a different way, this, this rule. And why it matters is because we've already seen Twitter work in these very arbitrary manners. Here's the New York Post with a story cold on Hunter Biden and his emails. Hunter Biden's a duplicitous dude, and it's very possible that he was engaged in some serious crimes. The investigation has to go forward in terms of what he was doing in order to create deals with the Chinese, what access he was giving them to his father, then vice president at the time, and then after him being vice president, and what possibly has that done to a President Biden now? And if you say to me, well, Tony, you can't prove that. I've got emails. I can ask a lot of questions. Emails that for any other person on planet Earth would have caused an investigation. But people like Representative Eric Swalwell, they don't actually care what happens in the country. People like Eric Swalwell only care that you get vaccinated because, after all, you're going to kill his kids. Yeah, he said that. He said he put out the tweet. He's getting really tired of you unvaccinated people. He's tried to help you, but when you're not vaccinated, you're spreading COVID to his three kids under the age of five. He clearly doesn't understand that, you know, you could spread COVID to, to anyone with or without a vaccine. He doesn't care about the rules. He doesn't care about the laws. You can just stay locked in your home and you don't get to be on a plane and you don't get your Oh, that's not how it works. This is a member of Congress who doesn't understand America, who actually believes because he feels a certain way, it matters. There, There is no bigger load out there than, than Eric Swalwell. And that's saying something. That's saying something indeed. But this Twitter story, what can I share uh, information about Hunter Biden? For example, there's a picture of him Let's say there's a new photo of him doing crack. Is he a private person or a public person? He's the son of the president. Is he a private person or a public person? How, do, how does that work? How does that work? So if you have someone screaming, like, like a screaming Karen as we call them, or these men who follow women around the Target and yell at them for not wearing a mask, they can no longer post those videos, right? 
because those are people in a, you know leading their private lives and getting videotaped and being embarrassed and shamed so uh, for for no reason may I add and they've they've done nothing to be ashamed of but those videos no longer get put up now what about uh, the next Central Park Karen you know the one who saw a man walking his dog and decided oh he he's a threat and then called the police she lost her job and everything else because he recorded it. Would that not be allowed under Twitter's new policy? She didn't like the way a man was talking to her as she was bird watching. He was he had a dog and all of a sudden it got racial and he recorded it. She lost her job. What the hell is this? What is this? As Lindsay Fifield writes, if I film someone breaking into my car and tweet it, am I breaking the rules? If someone films and tweets a video of a riot and the looters' faces are visible, are they breaking the rules? If someone live streams a protest on Twitter, are they breaking the rules? What in the bloody hell are the rules? So what is it that we're talking about here? And the real question, to whom is this rule applied? Meaning... When the political left wants to put something out there, it'll be fine, or the algorithm won't catch it. But when someone from the political right puts something out there, then it's no good. This is all part of the larger conversation that we have been having for years. More platforms. More platforms is the answer. If you want to argue that people shouldn't post that kind of content anyway, because you're exposing people to ridicule and, and possible damage. Well, okay, I'd be fine with that. But that isn't what we're saying or what they're saying because no one trusts that they won't share whatever it is they choose to share anytime they choose to share it to hurt the people they disagree with. There's no faith that these people are in any way, shape, or form decent. It's Twitter once again keeping some from engaging with their audience and allowing others. How will this be applied? What level of arbitrary manner? That's what we're all going to watch. But we know it's not going to be good. We know it's not going to be good. And by the way, just in case you are wondering whether or not I, 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 am, I am not a soothsayer, I simply know how these things go, how these people think, the the levels to which celebrity has supplanted talent in our body politic. Michelle Obama is leading a poll for president in 2024. Not even supposed to be here today. Because Biden would be 81 on election day in 2024. He'd be 82 if he won and took office. I don't know if America's into that, and certainly I don't see him running again. So there's this poll, uh, the Hill-Harris-X poll, saying that even though Kamala Harris has very low approval ratings, 
Uh, she's a top choice for Democrats if Biden chooses not to run. No, she's not. She has the name ID. She isn't actually a top choice because you haven't given her anybody else to run against. She got 13% of the vote in this poll. Getting 10%, Michelle Obama. Now, I've said Michelle Obama's name before. In a world that values celebrity more than anything else, why would you be surprised? No one should be surprised. And check out who Michelle Obama beats out. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Michael Bloomberg, Andrew Yang, and Pete Buttigieg. Name ID, baby. This poll isn't real. This poll is name ID. First, I must say, I don't think Michelle Obama wants it. I think she hated her time in the White House. She doesn't want to go back. She's got the place at Martha's Vineyard. She's good. She's got the production deal at Netflix. She's fine. She does some speaking engagements. Everybody loves her. Move on. Why in the world would you want it? You've got more power from the outside. This really shows you just how bleak the Democratic picture is. Andrew Yang is on the list. Andrew Yang lost the presidential race. Andrew Yang lost a mayor's race. Andrew Yang couldn't hang as a commentator on CNN. Maybe he doesn't have it. Michael Bloomberg is an actual thought. The guy spent 40 bajillion dollars to win Guam. Or was it American Samoa? And wait, no, he won American Samoa. He didn't win the Midwest because he thinks that uh, being a farmer is easy. Remember, it was, it was Bloomberg who said, ah, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, you dig a hole, you, you, you put in the corn, you, you add the water, up comes the corn. Right. It's totally that easy. Every farmer across the Midwest will tell you it's just that easy to grow the corn. As a matter of fact, uh, we're sure Michael Bloomberg could do it in a matter of seconds. Democratic Party is thin, baby. Thin, thin, thin. The Republican Party is stupid, stupid, stupid. This is the second day in a row I have had no choice but to refer to the Republican Party as the party of stupid. And now... I'm going to start having some words for Kevin McCarthy because it's very clear, very, very clear that uh, that he doesn't know how to keep people in line. He doesn't know how to keep these people rational. For whatever reason, There's a fight between Marjorie Taylor Greene and Nancy Mace, both members of Congress, both Republicans, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Nancy Mace from South Carolina. What are they talking about? Republican Lauren Boebert, representative, who told the dumb joke about Representative Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar gets into an elevator with her, and this is uh, Boebert recounting the story. And she said, I looked over, and, and I said, well, she's not wearing a backpack, so we're okay. See, get it? Muslims, terrorists. (laughs) Holy cow. That's some dumb stuff. And And I said so. I said it was dumb stuff. That's it. And then supposedly Boebert, you know, reached out to speak to her about it, and they had a phone call, and basically Boebert wouldn't really apologize. And 
Ilhan Omar wants a very public apology. Well, Ilhan Omar, I don't think you deserve any public apologies that are over the over you know overblown. When do you give a public apologies for your anti-Semitism? And she is a Jew-hating bigot. And that's what Lauren Boebert got into with her, and then Ilhan Omar hung up on her. Right. All politics are local. So Lauren Boebert, she makes a video talking about how this phone call went south and she's going to never stop protecting your rights. For her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric, she continued to press and I continued to press back. And then Representative Omar hung up on me. Rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone is part of cancel culture 101 and a pillar of the Democrat Party. Make no mistake, I will continue to fearlessly put America first, never sympathizing with terrorists. Unfortunately, Ilhan can't say the same thing, and our country is worse off for it. Please. That's, uh, that, that, that's not an apology <laughs> by a stretch of the imagination. So everybody got what they wanted out of it, I guess. And I don't care if she apologizes. It means nothing to me. It was a dumb thing to say, and that's all there was to it. It was a dumb thing to say. Well, I guess Nancy Mace also thinks that it's it's a dumb thing to say. And she's been saying it's a dumb thing to say. The problem is she's saying it on CNN. I have uh, time after time condemned my colleagues on both sides of the aisle for racist tropes and remarks that I find disgusting. And this is no different than any others. Uh, as a member of Congress and seeing such division in our country, um, we all have a responsibility, both elected members of Congress on both sides of the aisle and the American people in our communities and our, at work, at, in our communities and everything else to lower. We have a responsibility to lower the temperature. And this does not do that i didn't come i don't mind her saying so i mind her saying so on cnn and that the republican party allowed that well that's ridiculous and that's kevin mccarthy's fault you don't go on cnn and have that conversation don't you know cnn hates you and wants to destroy you i have no problem with you condemning it zero marjorie taylor green decides to jump in tweeting out that Nancy Mace is the trash of the Republican conference. Never attacked by Democrats or rhinos because she is not conservative. She's pro-abortion. Mace, you can back up off of Lauren Boebert or just go hang out with your real gal pals, the Jihad Squad. You're out of your league. To which Nancy Mace responds with a message made up of emojis. This is what, it's a bat, it's the poop emoji, emoji, and it's a clown emoji. Bat blank crazy, badass crazy. This is what badass crazy looks like. That's Representative Mace talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is Congress. This is Republicans engaged in the infight that does no one any good. That's Kevin McCarthy's fault. This is the party of stupid. You're out of your heads. You don't go on CNN and have this conversation. The Republican Party should say, we think that Lauren Boebert was wrong. She knows she was wrong, and we're moving forward from this. That said, no one should talk like this about Muslims, and no one should talk like this about Jews, and no one should talk like this. Let's focus on policy and winning.
You fight them, you don't fight each other. You morons. What's wrong with you? What in the world is wrong with you people? Foolhardy. Ridiculous. Let people talk and move on. They don't have any focus. Republicans have every opportunity in the world to take the House and the Senate next year without question, and they will screw it up. Never mind what what the back and forths are. Right now, I question the leadership. I question whether or not Kevin McCarthy has this under control. Right now, I'm saying nope and no plan either. I'm Tony Katz.